Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Yusuf. I'm Kevin Christie. I did such a hard throat clear right before, like, because I really had, I was just like, I got something in my throat. But I did it to where it was like, am I about to, like, perform an opera? Like, right. what, this is a podcast. So I was like, <gasps> welcome I, to Occasionally Awesome. The, one of the, the thing that the girl hates about me the most. The, just the, one. There's only one. No, there's a lot. Of oh, okay. Things, I was gonna say. I'm like, whoa. Top <laughs> of the list. Visceral hatred. Yeah. I clear my throat a lot. Really? I have like a. I and I don't know what it causes it. I'm well. I know like dairy. Causes yeah. It. Sugar. I think it might be sugar. I swear. Yeah, that does that. Yeah. I think it might be sugar. Old age. Old age. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's an <laughs> old dude thing for sure. Yeah. But it's just like a constant like, <clears throat> and it she. I guess I don't notice that you... I don't do it. I try not to do it as much when we're recording or like... Well, I mean, even if we're like hanging out and like... I've known you long enough to where I'd be like, you know how people have certain things they do? Yeah. Like gestures or like facial tics or like weird voice things. Yeah. I've never noticed the throat clearing. I don't... Because like I, mean, I noticed that Polly has one. Sure. I think it's a, a weird thing she, one, and she like, already <laughs> hates. Of like, uh, Yeah, yeah. That'll also, she it. maintains she has sensitive hearing, so maybe that's why. Okay, yeah. Also, like in the car, I know it's a. I think it's a thing that happens in the car a lot. <laughs> maybe air conditioning dries your throat out. It does maybe, for me. I don't know. It, it does for me. Um, yeah, constant throat clearing. Yeah, you always find out things that are wrong with you when you're dating someone for longer than six <laughs> or eight months. Yeah. There's like always you're like, oh, there's two things that are apparently flaws of mine. <laughs> I mean, I do. I know. I do do it. I, th- I really is. Sh- I th- I've noticed it lately. The sugar thing. Yeah, I mean, it, like, because I would get like whatever I get at Starbucks every day. It's not like there's dairy in it, but there's sugar in the soy milk because I think it's vanilla soy milk or something. Yeah. So the, yeah, I think it's making me nauseous right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Starbucks drink with sugary soy milk in it. I'm like, I'm gonna vomit all over this fucking microphone if he keeps talking. <laughs> Holy shit. And then I was angry at the same time. Yeah. There's a lot of emotions going on right now. Yeah, a lot of emotions. Uh, holy shit. All right. Um, what are... I'm going to be in Fantasy Spring. Not in Fantasy Springs. I'm going to be in uh, the other desert areas of Los Angeles. So Palm Springs, Palm Desert, Indio, uh, Desert Hot Springs area. Mm-hmm. Playing the Fantasy Springs resort and casino this weekend which okay. i'm fucking pumped about yeah free, because free desert trip. it literally is a fr- uh, so i was like wait you mean i get to just go sit by a pool in like 88 degree heat and yeah. just chill all day and then do barely any work i yeah give me the gig and when any time anyone asks you what you're doing in town you have such a uh, i'm a performer yeah i'm just doing this hotel just casually i'm an artist so i'm here just bringing yeah. my art to the yeah. people. Wait, hold on. Why did you guys pay for your hotel? Oh, you. Oh, so you're on a vacation? Oh, weird. Yeah. No, I. I was. They asked me to come yeah. here because I'm kind of on a vacation, like a working vacation. Yeah, I mean during the day I, I have vacation. At night, yeah. At I, night I'll work. At night I. Sort How much of, work? Uh, not even an hour. Yeah. At night yeah. I sort of throw joy into the ears of yeah. America, so. and then I'll get up the next day and just kind of like lounge. Yeah. No, I don't do the same. I don't do different jokes every single night. It's sort of work. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. performer. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a conversation I'll be having to myself by the pool, and people will be like, "Why is that guy talking to himself?" He's doing a little spoken word piece. Um, so yeah, if you live out there, come to one of those shows, or tell me places to go, vintage shopping and eating and all that stuff. I try and explore as much as I can out there. Joshua Tree, Idle Wild. I found a fucking cool diner that I can't remember the name of that I have to go to. Um, and then um. I might be in Cleveland in a few weeks. I'm still waiting on an official stamp of approval. Uh, so I'll let you know when I find out. And then June 1st through 5th, Portland, Oregon. I'll be at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival doing a bunch of shows. I haven't been to Portland in a couple of years. So I'm fucking excited to do that. And the weather, I think, is good up there in June. Oh, yeah. So let's have They call it recruiting season. In Portland? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um... So yeah, that's June first through fifth, Portland, Oregon. That'll be a fun week, and then um, two weeks after that, Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm at Good Nights, uh, or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, they keep calling it Good Nights, but Helium. 
okay. bought the club. It used to be Charlie Goodnights. Oh, okay. And now Helium owns it, and they just left the name Goodnights, which is cool. That's a cool Because that's like an old historic club. It's like yeah. a really... Yeah. It's an awesome place. Um, and then more to come, NickYousef.com, so on and so forth. Um, album digitally in April is the working release date right now. I know it's been a while, but that's the way the shit goes sometimes. So... Digitally in April and vinyl won't be for months after that, unfortunately. <laughs> this is such a backup in vinyl production. Yeah. It's like you can't, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. So I either wait to release it, release them both at the same time, like in the fall, which I'm like, no. So yeah, vinyl will be way later. Digital will be like probably middle, end of April or something like that. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I fucking recorded this thing in mid-December, and I'm like, I am excited. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like we made a movie. <laughs> I know, yeah. But you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, it's all right. So yeah, that's on its way, dudes. So get ready. Um, speaking of releasing things, actually, before we do that, um, uh, we want to do. We want to make a quick mention of uh, uh, of of Brett Brett Kilroy. Uh, Kevin. Yeah. Um, we have bad news to people that have listened to the podcast, but our guest and my uh, dear friend Brett Kilrow lost his battle with cancer last week, and he passed away. He'd been fighting it for about five years, and you know it was just uh, it, there wasn't anything of him left, and he he died. So I think it'd be a good idea if you listen to his episode of our podcast to just get a small window into how you know amazing of a dude he was he was the best he was the best guy i mean a lot of times when someone dies they get exaggerated about how great they were but brett actually was that great and you know there just wasn't a lot of people like him he was a super talented guy he was just maybe the most loving person i've ever met and it's episode 82 yeah episode 82 is called album art with brett kilrow um that was one of the major contributions. Yeah, you can hear about all the album covers he's done and being an art director and what uh, sort of just the ins and outs of his working career. And, you know, you can also on my Instagram, you can see some of his work and just maybe take some time to look at the stuff he did. I, I just kind of want people to know about him and what he did. He was, you know, he was the best guy and it sucks. But I'm sure all of you have lost people too and cancer is the fucking worst. And it's kind of a piece of shit asshole. Yeah, it's basically the biggest dick ever, yeah. and it <laughs> tends to take the best people. It can also, if I can add, can go fuck itself. Yeah, yeah. it is, it it is the itself. lamest. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. So go re-listen to that episode. He was he was a great dude. You'll get if you haven't listened to it, you'll be pleased when you hear it. And if you did hear it, hear it again. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, links to that are obviously iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, and then uh, uh, episode 82. If you don't use iTunes, which some of you love to point out <laughs> that you don't do that, uh, there are links on Kevin's Twitter. He tweeted about it. There's one in my bio on my Instagram, if that's your main thing to go check stuff out in. Uh, and also on Kevin's page, there's a couple of pictures he posted um, He's saying some some nice things about him, and yep. then photos about uh, of of a lot of his album covers. Um, someone po- I took your photos and reposted them as mm-hmm. one, and then some dude noticed that and then put it on his. Yeah, and then said some nice things. I guess he knew him in Nashville. Yeah, and worked with him a, a bunch. So, um, and that's cool. That's like that's like one of the cool things you can because a lot of you know a lot of social media is just you know people making jokes or just being fucking assholes to each other. Yeah, yeah. So when you see something like that happen, someone goes, oh, hey, I also have a shared awesome experience with this person. You're like, oh, look, the world's coming together on yeah. social media instead of, hey, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah, no, no um, one casually liked Brett. If you knew him for 30 seconds, you right. realized he was the best dude. So. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there you go. Go um, go listen to that and go appreciate some, some album artwork from a really talented, awesome artist and good human. Yep. Um, speaking of art, uh, we're going to shit on some for this episode. (laughs) What a segue. Hot transition. Uh, hot transition. So a while ago we did, um, and it took us a fucking long time to do. We did our desert Island five favorite like songs we would want to have with us 
forever on a desert island till we died, until we got rescued, whatever it is. <laughs> songs we love, songs we need, songs that define our life, songs that we can't live without, uh, all this emotional attachment. And it took us a long time to record this episode because we're like, dude, I can only pick five. What the fuck? So now we're going to do uh, songs that we would never, ever want to bring with us, even really in a car, let alone on a desert island. Like yeah, This we would were, be like if the desert island was like... A, an afterlife torture yeah to where you were like i'm stuck here it's paradise and like is it yeah and or is yeah. it like a twilight zone episode yeah where you think everything's great yeah and yeah. then the most annoying song you've ever heard come like something by nickelback that you hate or you know yeah. anything like that just does that to you a lot of people hate uh the song one week by bare naked ladies now yeah. i love that song yeah, i have it memorized but I'm, yeah, that's why I'm using it as an example because it's definitely yeah. not on my list. But sometimes people hear that song and they go, "Oh fuck this!" They just they're, <laughs> and it's a song that was made to bring joy. Like most songs, they're yeah. like, "We're gonna put the song together to bring joy to people." Yeah. And then some people hear that song that's supposed to bring joy to people and they get upset. Right. And it ruins their that hour of their life. Yeah. Where they go, "What? Fuck that band." Fuck that songwriter. Fuck this song. <laughs> Fuck this radio station that's playing. Fuck this supermarket that I have to listen to it in while I shop. Yeah. Songs like that. Everyone has anywhere from three to 50 of those songs. Yeah. Uh, and we each picked a few. <laughs> and we're going to talk about how fucking annoying they are. God, um, I don't like these songs so much. Yeah, I hate these songs. Not, yeah, I mean. and not even, I don't even necessarily hate the artists. It's just the songs. Yeah, sometimes good artists make bad songs yeah, and you go, totally. why did you do this You're to like, us? What the hell happened there? And sometimes it's not even the song that sucks. It is um, the repetition. Mm-hmm. Sometimes songs can be like good for a while. I, I did that where I was like songs I'm sick of where like part of me was like, do I put Baby Got Back on there? And I'm like, no, Baby Got Back's a good song. Yeah. I like that song. There's fucking... Oh, L.A. Face with an Oakland booty. Like, you can't. That is such a good line. Yeah. Like, that. I don't care how many I, times I've heard it. That's a fucking great line. Yeah, I'll never not like that song. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. My, not, my number one, and this is might, might surprise people because of the love I have for this place, um, but it's the song, It's a Small World. Oof. Yeah. yeah. I'm a huge Disneyland person. I never go on that ride because yeah. of how fucking irritating that song it's rip it, it has like it's the the voices are squeaky and tinny yeah and it's hyper repetitive it's not even just like oh it's the court the fucking the whole song is like 11 words that they just repeat yeah, over even and over when again. they get to the different languages it's still annoying oh by then you you're enraged and there's no escape you can't I mean, get off the ride i love disneyland you know that oh, that yeah. ride fucking sucks it does it's a small world sucks. You can be as nostalgic as you want. That ride sucks. Yeah. It is cheap as shit. It's a ride you go on when you're tired. <laughs> right. Or, you know, it's just like, it's, it's, there's nothing about it that's really that great. Yeah. It's a ride that you, you take like a little kid on. So if you're a parent, you're like, yeah. we're going on. It's a small world. I have a three year old. Or your friend that has never been to Disneyland ever and wants to do the like the big rides. Yeah. And then you go, all right, man, if you really want to do it, it's a small world. And then you kind of maybe want to do it near the end. You don't want to do it in the beginning of the day because all day long you're going to have, it's a small world. Yeah, you got to do it at the end. All through the day. Yeah. Because no other rides have really those songs that you can get that song out of your head. Mm-mm. There's no music at Haunted all. Haunted Mansion has a song, but that song's good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Um, I guess Space Mountain doesn't have songs with, it's just with lyrics. It's just, yeah, it's just like electronica. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that song sends me into a, a like a, a rage. One. The castle is cooler to look at than going on the ride. Yeah. I like looking at the big, you know, ch- uh, glittery castle. Yeah, would, and then the clock spins, and outside there's a clock noise and stuff. Right, that actually is cool looking, and it feels like very nostalgic Disneyland. Totally, but the ride sucks. Yeah, can't I can't stand that song. And if you haven't been to Disney and haven't heard it, just don't ever do it. <laughs> yeah, Google it and listen to ten seconds and see how long <sighs> it's stuck in your head. Fucking cheap ass poster board sculptures. Yeah, I mean, if you if you it's t- like if glitter never existed, that ride can't happen. Mm-hmm. It's all glitter. Every little display is just like 
a Polynesian with glitter pants, or then a Switzerland with a, a snow globe. Yeah. Sucks, man. I know. And that, I mean, that song is. It just gets into your fucking head. It like rewires neurons. They've renovated every <laughs> other ride at that place over the years, and for some reason, the only thing they changed at It's a Small World was they made the canals deeper for fat people because yeah. people were too heavy. So the boats I mean, were the, how out. shitty it looks is fine because it almost has this like kitschy, weird retro nostalgic thing. It's just the fucking song that I can't deal with. I cannot deal with the song. I can't. I think it bothers me that the, the the little like display sculptures only have like two dance moves. They only go like back and forth. Yeah, just like shoulders and hips. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, that would be. Uh, I almost sang the song just now. Because it's, it's in my head right now. No, I'm yeah, fucking one, angry. <laughs> there are those songs where someone just says the band, and then the songs in there. You're like, ah. Yeah. You're like, oh, gross. Yeah. You can't. It's awful. All right, that's that's my that's my. These are in that's no particular. One. Yeah, that's a bad one. Too. They're in no particular. Well, order consider order. that on a desert island because you oh, yeah. are in a small world. You're trapped in a desert yeah. island. A it's small ta- small world. It would taunt you. <laughs> it would taunt you. And yeah. Then to me, I would just the sand stuck to my body would remind me of the cheap ass glitter sculptures yeah. that you see on the ride. Ugh. And no snacks. You have no Disneyland snacks. I know. And you're but there's the no Dole Whip. Head. So you're getting the worst There's of no turkey leg. No, not a churro within <laughs> Inside, a, within yeah. uh, sixteen thousand hectares. Yeah, you can't even make a churro. No, we don't have the ingredients. Yeah. Um, my first song that I would, ugh. I'm not a big Offspring guy to begin with. I never really liked them. Okay. And it was a tie between Pretty Fly for a White Guy, which sucks. Or, <laughs> but this song to me sucks worse. It's that Heaven So Far Away song. Oh yeah. That song is, <laughs> It's like they're ballad. It's a ballad. <laughs> and first of all, the dude, the lead singer guy doesn't have the voice for a ballad. He's right. a punk singer. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. They used to be a punk band. Yeah, at one point they were like an aggressive Southern California punk yeah, band. Yeah, they were good. Which is why I don't fully have a problem with the offspring. It's just they're they, that when, album Smash was good. Yeah, when they but when they got very big, something switched and they just they, yeah, they started put, making songs I just genu- genuinely didn't like. They got they got commercial friendly and they got popular and they were like we need to get, have more of a pop edge. Yeah, and, and then they just got kind of like soft and cheesy and you're like, "Well, that does it for that." And the lyrics of that song are <laughs> <I> just <know. laughs> bad, man. They're just <laughs> the most melodramatic yeah. crap. It's just and it feels and, and it feels, feels yeah. heaven so. I used to actually like that song. And of course, and then I fucking uh, wait. What does "of course" mean? Because you were super emo in high school. I was not emo. I was a fucking Marilyn Manson loving metalhead. That's by the way. That's just a front for being really emo. No, those are two totally different things. <laughs> but you, to me, you, you would know can't... the difference if you weren't spending all your time at Christian summer camp. <laughs> Or whatever you were doing. By the way, so Christian summer camp was so emo. <laughs> those were slim. I would. I bet oh, yeah. you. I bet you. You could find a very high percentage of those people who oh, yeah. loved Offspring's Heaven so far, for <laughs> sure. Like the dudes that had the acoustic guitar and sang "Our yeah. God Is an Awesome God." Definitely oh, yeah. knew Heaven so far away in the guitar. Uh, absolutely. But to me, you can't have "Pretty Fly" for a white guy and then expect me to listen to "Heaven So Far Away." They might be on the same fucking record. I think they are. Ugh. Or no. It's called gone. The song's called "Gone Away," and it's on Xnay on the Ombre, which is fuck this. No, that was on the one app. Wait, I think it was the one after "Pretty Fly for a White Guy," dude. Nineteen ninety-seven. I don't like that song. I forgot that's when they like yeah they cut their hair. I don't like that song, man. And if I was just like. If I was spending the day trying to find fresh water and spear fishing, oh, yeah. not like and not like that was fun, not like oh this is, I'm outdoors, I'd be like if I don't find food today, I'm in a lot of trouble. And if I don't find water again, and I and I've, I stepped on something, and now I'm bleeding, and I'm worried I'm going to get infected. And in the background, I just hear yeah. and it feels. <laughs> it would be so awful. Yeah, you. I mean, you'd have to kill yourself. Ugh, I'd be looking for a cliff to jump off of. Yeah, this was after the. I forgot about this album. <laughs> because it didn't have a lot of hits. It was that, like, at this point, they just had cashed in. They went Sugar Ray, and they yeah. were like, we're just going to write the songs we need to write and just fucking be fucking rich. Stay yeah. rich. Stay rich. Stay famous. Um, 
Oh my god, I forgot about this album. But yeah, that song I liked for a little bit, and then I was like, now it's annoying. And what happened to the Offspring? Like, fuck, fuck this. Yeah, I was also still at the age where I was like, probably still gonna because I was like, I liked Offspring when they were a punk band still, and I was still a teenager, so I wasn't like upset about it, or yeah. I wasn't an adult where I was like, Offspring, I haven't listened to them in years. Like, what what is this garbage song? Yeah. So I liked it for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and you know they when they tour now they have to play it because it was like a hit. Wait a minute, it was no, no, dude, it was fucking before the album with Pretty Fly for a White Guy. We so it was Smash, then Xnay on the Ombre, and then Americana. Weird. So yeah, that was just one of those albums that didn't have anything. Yeah. And then they went like because yeah, Americana was more pop. Americana had a couple good songs on it. They're not a terrible band. They're not a bad band. Staring but like, I feel scene. like they're I, during that time. It reminds me of like, because I remember hanging out back then with with E Six, and you would they would they'd be recording an album or something, and yeah. they would mention like, oh, this when they were like picking producers, they'd be like, oh, this guy wants us to do like an orchestra song. Like yeah. that's one of those songs that feels like the producer wanting like a big radio hit because they would make more money you know you get points and shit like that right. that feels like the A&R guy or the or the producer being like let's do this song and being like I don't know like let's slow it down right yeah I remember for their first record Eve 6 almost hired Art Alexakis from Everclear to produce it oh yeah but he wanted to do like a symphony type jam thing like, to, no to have like thanks. a huge radio hit although you know what I was in the car the other day the lady put on like the a '90s Spotify station. Fucking some Everclear songs came on. Good. I yeah. like I like Everclear. They had a couple of good songs. They had a, a few, I think they had like five really good songs. And and like That's I had a their <laughs> I had their record. I had both like a few of their records, and I I remember them being good pretty much all the way through, like yeah. consistent. Like if you liked you know kind of the Everclear song, they were good. I like those songs. I am still living with your wait for it ghost. ghost. <laughs> yeah, um, lonely and dreaming of the West Coast. Um, this one is more than just a song. It is every <laughs> Vampire Weekend song, <laughs> all of them. Every single fucking. I haven't heard their latest album, which are people were like, it's actually pretty good. It's yeah. not like his shit. But as far as I've heard before that, all of Vampire Weekend. I hate the Oxford comma song. I don't give a fuck about your Oxford Wait, comma. Stop. Okay. I don't give a fuck about your song about a fucking Oxford you comma. You pussies wrote a song about the Oxford comma. Yeah. You private school Ivy League dickheads. Yeah. You buttoned up Oxford. Yeah. Granted, you whiter than white reggae influenced indie rock dickheads. Ugh. You fucking tight APCs. <laughs> white Stan Smiths. I own all of this, so don't get upset, people. Yeah. <laughs> you you fucking insular whiter than white. Yeah. Nerdy dicks. Come on. You're a rock band. I know. Right about pussy. <laughs> Several people stopped listening to this episode. Yeah, they're like then. Vampire Weekend's my favorite band. I think I had a Vampire. I had the first Vampire Weekend. They're very good. They were very good at writing like a catchy. I don't know even know what you call it, indie rock song. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, after a while, you were like, "Do a push up. Come on, man." It was just like, I don't know. It came out. I mean, I guess their first album was like mid two thousand eight. I guess, and it's just something about it was so pretentious and smarmy and like we're so indie rock it's annoying i think someone actually tweeted something that where they were like this is what a this is if if a buttoned up j crew oxford was a band it would be vampire weekend yeah 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 the name too where you're like what is it even see i kind of like the name uh, that's don't. why i feel like the name's a bit of a waste they could be cooler vampire weekend uh i don't know yeah. It's just one of those, like, let's string two words that have nothing to do with each other. I feel like maybe the Cold War kids are, like, a better version of that. Yeah, they're more of a area. rock band that, like, yeah, early Cold and War And they, kids. like, push a little harder. The guy kind of goes for it more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like Cold War kids. They can Their best songs are very good. Yeah, yeah. Cold War kids did it right. Yeah. But just, there's always just been something that fucking irritated me about their music. And you can the, I, hear the private school. Yeah, and you're like, I mean, the reggae thing too. It's like, where the fuck yeah, relax. did that come from? We already have UB40. We don't need you. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, anytime I hear any Vampire Weekend songs, I like get this feeling of just like I get upset. I saw them at Coachella their first year because they were one of those like super hype yeah. bands. Like it was them and MGMT wh- who were good. Hype. People couldn't stop talking about them. And I was like, yeah, and I heard the album and I was like, it's fine, I guess, but I couldn't. I felt like I was one of those people that felt like I had to like it, so I listened to it more. And I was like, yeah, I think I like yeah. this f- fine. And then I went and saw them, and I'm like, and they suck at performing. Oh, they're not good live. No, it was like their first album, and it was uh, like fucking Vampire Weekend. They played like twenty shows ever. I don't know what it was, but I, I watch them, and then I'm like, and they also can't play live. And then I, I turned right then and there. I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm not going <laughs> to pretend for a minute longer. Fuck these guys. I think that's a band dudes pretend to like to meet a certain type of girl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, girls will probably like them. Like, no, I love Vampire Weekend. Yeah. A-Punk is such a good song. If you wanted to meet a girl in light denim and white kids, you yeah. pretended to like Vampire Weekend. Um, but being on a, a, a deserted island, there's going to be no girls of any kind, so Vampire Weekend is going to be the last thing I want to fucking hear. Yeah, it doesn't help you work hard. Yeah. It doesn't help you search. You can't... Unless I needed to be inspired to, like... To smash a coconut into my skull to kill myself faster, then or I'd be like, play some Vampire Weekend. You could do a really sensitive sand sculpture. Yeah, I could do that. Like one of those Zen Garden sand sculptures. Right, right, right. You could write a po- Here's what you do. You put on Vampire Weekend. You write a short poem in the sand and then watch the water wash it away. Yeah. That's what you do. And and my own blood as I bash my head in with a coconut. Yeah. To not hear any more Vampire Weekend If your songs. band makes me yearn for masculinity, do you realize how overly sensitive you oh, are? Oh, I know. And just, not even sensitive, just weak. You know who wins in a fight between Morrissey and Vampire Weekend? Fucking Morrissey. Nobody. Oh, yeah, Morrissey. <laughs> Morrissey has the presence of mind to headbutt you. Their genre is listed as indie rock, baroque pop, and Afrobeat. <sighs> baroque sucks. Yeah. Baroque art sucks. It's like Rococo. It blows. Ugh. Okay. My next my next uh, song is pretty Baroque. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, it's just the guy's very Baroque and kind of... I hate the song Crocodile Rock by Elton John. I don't even know if I know that song. Maybe yeah. if I heard it. It's like, it's like one of those... It's like a made-up song. <laughs> I Elton John's songs? a real blind spot for me. I sort of hate him. No way. Yeah, wow. I know. I know a lot of people love him. I I kind of hate Elton John. I feel like I may be wrong on this, but yeah, I think you are. There's a few <laughs> moments. Well, I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't like uh, rock people that don't write their own yeah. music. So that's a, a reason I've never been a because he, he gets treated like he's like a kind of a genius or whatever, and he's a good performer for sure. He has a beautiful voice, but he doesn't write his, a lot of his songs. And like, he's also a sir. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, he's a knighted. Sir Elton John yeah, Sir Elton is not my shit. <laughs> yeah. And this song is like about a dance called the Crocodile Rock. I just find it starts out with a, an annoying electric keyboard piano sound that sounds like the jingle for a pizza restaurant in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. I just fucking hate it. I don't like Elton John. I don't like him. I don't like his fake hair plugs on top. I just, there's something about that dude. So you don't like older Elton John. Is that when you became aware of him? I like Rocket Man. Yeah, it's a great one. I can get into Rocket Man, and okay. then uh, there's another one that I like. You know, the main ones. I don't turn them off. <laughs> the main ones. But like, there was a clip of him. You know what? There was a clip of him on like E. It was a, it was a show like One Star is Snap, and it was him in an. Air, he's in the Singapore airport, and he's being like crowded by photographers, and he just has like a really bitchy meltdown. Right. And like, a, he's wearing like a, a burgundy velour sweatsuit. Very Elton John. And like what looked like $9,000 sunglasses. Probably. And I'm just like, you're a dick, man. You're like an... Now, this is a bad moment. It reminds one of the moment Bjork just attacked that lady at the the airport. Right, right. Sure. He was being crowded, but his reaction was like, I don't like you, man. I bet you're a dick to waiters. That's what... I've heard he's a nice guy. But I mean, now we're doing the thing where it's like, what kind of person is he... Forget, I don't care about that. I'm just saying, if I'm if this yeah. song came on an island, I'd be like, shut up! This isn't even a real dance. No right. one did the crocodile rock. Right. This is fake. This is Bernie Toppin just wrote this because he knew how to write a fucking crazy good hooky pop song. Yeah. A lot of the lyrics in Elton John songs don't rhyme. It bothers me. It bothers me. 
I hate that song. A really cool Elton John album that's like very different than his, a lot of his stuff. It's called Tumbleweed Connection. Okay. It was like, it's like a southern rock album almost. I've seen pictures of, Dur- of Bernie Toppin. He was really into wearing cowboy hats and cowboy shit. Yeah. It's a good album. You, yeah. when you, you would, if someone put it on, you wouldn't really know it was Elton John for a while. And you'd be like, this sounds familiar, this voice. And it would be I him. will say there, uh, there are many, many good things about Elton John. Yeah. What he's done for AIDS research. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Bu- and I've heard that if he likes, like, if he shows up to your art show and likes it, he just buys the whole goddamn show. <laughs> like, he's, yeah. he, the guy likes to really spend money. <laughs> but, you know. Big, uh, big record guy. He was in the yeah. Tower Records doc. He would always go there and yeah. buy albums and stuff. Uh, your Song is a great song by him. Yeah. I, he's um, one of those guys that I, my dislike of him, I feel like, is irrational. And it's based on not a ton of research. And if I spent right. time listening to, if someone was like, You'd listen like, to these 10 right. songs, I'd be like, the, he's great. And he, he obviously, <laughs> right. I went, when I went to the Grammys at one time with Brett, uh, he performed and he fucking blew the doors off the place. And he had oh, like yeah. all the, he was performing with a guy who had like a new song and he had the lyrics on an iPad. I could see it. But I was like, you're still crushing. Yeah. And I admire longevity. But that song, I hate. Crocodile Rock. I'm going to have to play it. And I know I'm going to, when I, You've it heard it a million. Oh, it's like yeah. Kareth 101 type song. Actually, I'm going to fucking... Da, 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 when you type out. in croc, it auto-completes the crocodile rock. It's one of the first things that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play it in the background here. There's a... They rush the lyrics. He's like... Every... <sighs> song about the records of the 1960s is what he said. Ugh, I hate it. It's like a song about rock and roll, which you know I don't like. I think I've heard this song. The biggest thing I ever got was doing a thing called the Crocodile Rock. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, it sounds vaguely familiar. But yeah, yeah. this is this would not be one of my like go-to Elton John There's songs. There's something about... It's too... It's just 100% meaningless, I think. <laughs> right, right, right. There is nothing. They were like, ah, you know what we need right now? A million dollars. Bernie! Yeah. Write us a hit! Yeah. I want a swimming pool. Well, here's yeah. the song for that. It's called yeah. Crocodile Rock. Yeah, great. Tell me what I need to say about it and how many times I'm I playing it. I kind of look more show. into Bernie Toppin. I'm kind of fascinated by him now that I think about it. That what? he was just like this behind-the-scenes writer for Elton John. Yeah. They have this long-running relationship where he just, you know, was... There's so many of those guys that They even, like, like, reference it on South Park where Chef meets Elton John and he's, like, singing some crap songs. He's like, man, you need to meet my friend Bernie. And then they meet and that's yeah. what, you know... There's so many of those guys out there. Yeah. Like, those, like, behind-the-scenes producer... Yeah, producer, writer, yeah. Nigel Godrich. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many of those guys that are, like, they're they're the sixth man or they're, like, the hidden member. Yeah, that Linda do, Perry... Yeah, that Linda Perry's so like much. A, a, a songwriting genius. Yeah, but she's like freelance. But I'm telling you, there's people she's that a are like too, yeah. that are like hinged with a band, but that are not. They don't perform with them on stage, but they're like there was they're a, in there. There was a poet that was like responsible for a lot of the Cream lyrics, right? And like he gets all him and the bass player get all the money from the Cream yeah. hits. And these guys are sitting in like you know these giant. Um, our battery's gonna die in a second. Okay. Um, yeah, they're sitting on like piles of money and no yeah. one even knows their name they could walk down the street and not yeah. be mobbed but they're probably richer than some of the band members because yeah. they're getting like oh no they the band the, i remember uh the uh ginger baker was complaining about how he didn't make a damn dime on cream yeah. publishing neither did eric clapton yeah. just the bass player and this poet <laughs> <laughs> yeah that the bass player was really into because i don't think any of them were necessarily lyricists right yeah like the dr- think about the drums in cream songs and Ginger Baker's not making a lot of money. Yeah. It's so important. So you're angry at Bernie Toppin, really? No, no. I'm actually no, kind no. of into him. Um, Do you need to pause it? Yeah. Okay, so I basically won't listen to that song. Don't do it. Yeah. You're lucky uh, it's not in your life. I know. At least it's a small world's out of my head now. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's and it's not getting back in there. You hear me, Disney? <laughs> All right. Um, so now I got a couple... That are all kind of tied. I mean, I was gonna do. I'm not. I decide I'm not gonna do it, but I'm just gonna mention that I do hate it and I hate the band. But it's not one of my like, I all time, you know, top of my hateless songs. The song "We Are Young" by Fun. It's annoying. It's but you don't hear it enough to where it's really like you know you hate it every. Is time that the one hear. where they? 
Because we are young, that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, that guy that sounds like Freddie Mercury, yeah. sort of. That's not the one where he says tonight a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, the tonight song. The tonight we are young song. I sort of respect anthems, but yeah, I don't know. They're an annoying band. Right. Uh, he just sounds like a watered-down Freddie Mercury, sort of. And they're fucking pansy-ass <laughs> pieces of shit <laughs> as far as a band goes so yeah i don't like them and then that song i was just like if i have to hear this song one more fucking time and then it just kind of went away and i never think about it but you know when you're sitting there compiling a list i go oh yeah fuck that song what was the band that had the song that was like that way before it was we are we are the youth of the nation uh, pod i like that song though you did yeah i did That's so funny i, I- like that song and i remember when it came out i think Max and I were talking. Max, he was like, "This is so smart that they just. This is so smart. Yeah, <laughs> like just do, like doing one of those songs. Yeah, this, is so smart. This goes back to your Christian campiest because those guys are a Christian rock band. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I liked that song. There was like heavy drums in it. Yeah, it kind of had a catchy thing to it. Yeah. It wasn't really that annoying. I knew I was being tricked, but I was like, you, you got yeah. me. Sometimes they it. pull it off. Yeah, and, sometimes yeah. they just win, and that was one of those songs. Yeah, that was, that was pity. But yeah, so fun. I, I wanted to mint, but I'm like, no. Mm. Um, I would say Mbop by Hanson. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Is definitely... I don't know. I kind of like that Oh, song. no, no, no. I fucking couldn't stand it. When it used to be, and this is back when you watched MTV and VH1 all the time yeah. to get your music. There was no iTunes or any of that shit. You just had to go, well, this is it. You could avoid it on radio stations because you, if you listen to like K-Rock or whatever, the, you know, rock and roll, you never had to worry about that song. But if yeah. you were just like, I'm at home, I'm watching MTV. I mean, every 43 minutes that song fucking came on and you're like, motherfucker. Mm. And then you'd switch to VH1 and then there it was on VH1. Yeah. I like songs with nonsense words in them. Oh, man, this is the fucking... I kind of find them funny because I, I always instantly think of like... Because when you record a song, it's someone's job at the label to transcribe it. So like <laughs> yeah. literally someone's job, they had to spell out oom-bop, ba doo dop ba doo-wop, doo-wee-op, ba boo-wop. And then they probably were like, how many M's in oom-bop? Like three, five? And even when he starts saying words... It's that. Yeah. That what one, are even the? Lyrics? There's that one part where he's like, he's like, say you don't, but you don't know, don't, <laughs> yeah. but don't, don't. Like it's just like half words and half sentences. It's almost like a scat guy. Yeah. It's like borderline. Yeah, bop, 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 and they're like, that'll do. Yeah. I think they wrote that themselves, though. Wait, there's actual lyrics. See, I've I've hated it all so much that I never even went to be like, well, I wonder what they're saying. You know, it'd be turn great. Around. You know, it'd be great though if someone printed all the lyrics to Umbop on a T-shirt, just like on the front. I would wear that, like a, just a, a rectangle of the lyrics to Umbop, and people be like, "What does your shirt say?" And they were like, "Are those the lyrics to Umbop?" I would wear the shit. Out. You know, I went to see them in concert once with a friend, right? Who was like, "We need to go." We kept trying to go see a concert together. This is many years ago. Um, we couldn't figure out one. I'm going to this. I'm going to be out of town. You're going to that. Oh, I got a, another thing to go to. I'm like, fine. And she goes, we keep saying we're going to go. and We keep not going to one. I'm like, look, the next concert you have, no matter what it is, I'm going. Hanson. And it was Hanson. And I'm like, Say it down, put you yeah. down I'm like, fuck. And she's like, it'll be fun. I've, I actually love them. I've seen them a bunch. And I'm like, they're adults now. Yeah. yeah. And it'll be a weird world to enter because they still have fans. And yeah. like, and I went and it was fucking kind of weird but they were like just at this point at that point then this is seven eight years ago they're just a generic rock band and Mm -hmm. they have all these other songs and they you just listen to them and you're like they're not awful but they're just kind of like background rock music people i've heard more than once are like you know they're a hansen are kind of decent songwriters yeah, they can just they can play instruments and yeah. you can listen to it and not be like this is terrible. You just don't pay attention. And then they played Mbop and people started tearing out their own eyeballs <laughs> because they were so excited. They're like, I can't even believe crying, yelling. Yeah. I was like, what is going on around? Me? And they're everyone's adults. Yeah, they were kind of like the monkeys. A little bit, yeah. I like the monkey. And then I went to go to the merch thing. I'm like, this is the perfect opportunity to buy an ironic T-shirt. Yeah. And the, but they didn't have anything good. It's you know what's so maddening to me when a band like that doesn't get that people want T-shirts, their merch to be 
kind of ironic and just incredibly straightforward. Right. And they make they actually are trying to be current and cool. It's like no, no, no. It's like my, I have a real problem with the the at Disneyland. They have a Mickey Mouse T-shirt, but they weather it. Yeah, it's I don't like, like that. No, just make the nor- we all want just a new new one. Make the classic one just new. I want it bright and shiny and like br- yeah. you know thick bright printing. And the, I, <laughs> I tried to buy uh, a shirt from uh, the what's my favorite my favorite shitty shop uh, uh, Rusted Root. Mm-hmm. I went to the <laughs> Rusted Root website, which by the way looks like it was built in 1998. Right, it, it looks it like it was the was. fourth website. Yeah, <laughs> but their their merch wasn't like you're like no man, it's got to be like tie dye. Or whatever, like it's got to yeah. be on the nose. Like for a Hanson shirt, I want a picture of them. I want to just say Hanson. I want to say Mbop with some stars. So here's some lyrics, real fast. Okay. Uh, ooh 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 yeah. <laughs> first first two verses. Um, and then you have so many relationships in this life. Only one or two will last. You go through all the pain and strife. Then you turn your back, and they're gone so fast. Oh okay. yeah, and they're gone so fast. Yeah. Oh. So hold on to the ones who really care. In the end, they'll be the only ones who are there. And then when you get old and start losing your hair, can you tell me who will still care? Can you tell me who will still care? Oh, care. Mbop, bada, da, ba, bada, 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 mbop, bada, whatever. And it's just a bunch of nonsense. Bada, bada, yeah, yeah, but And I mean, this, they're actually transcribed. Badu, yeah, mbop, bad, yeah. do, bada. But like these lyrics about you have so many relationships in this life, one or two will last, pain and strife. These kids, when this song came out, were 14. like 10, 12, there and 14. There was a 12-year-old. The, the, the drummer, I think the oldest brother, was like 14 or 15. They were so young, and they, their hair was so long that people didn't know, because you couldn't Google it back then, if one or two of them were boys or girls. Right. You were just like, they're just called Hanson. Yeah. And you're like, is that a fucking boy or a girl? Annie Letterman, the comedian, does a thing where she like posts pictures of herself like she's one of the Hanson brothers. Right, so. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so what do they, I mean, relationships in this life, they're, what, they have what? Each siblings and mom and dad. They that no feels other... like a producer helping them. Oh, no, for sure it was. But it's just funny that anyone would be like, yeah, I agree with your lyrics, 11-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, they maybe they meant like the, the relationship with like a pet or a hamster, maybe, and then or like the, a tamagotchi. So after the whole the chorus and all that stuff, I said, "Oh yeah, mbop, they're gone." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> plant. <laughs> I said, "Oh yeah, mbop, they're gone." But what does mbop mean in that context? Yeah, I said, <laughs> "I'm in." Wait, in an mbop, they're gone. Oh, in an mbop means probably an instant. Oh, okay. I said, "Oh yeah, in, in an mbop, they're gone." Yeah, yeah. Plant a seed, plant a flower, plant a rose. You can plant any one of those. Keep planting to find out which one grows. It's a secret no one knows. Wow. It's... Hold on. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a secret no one knows. And then mbop a bunch more. Mbop, they're gone. And then <laughs> then mbop, mbop a bunch yeah. more, you guys. And then mbop, they're gone. They're not there. And then mbop, they're gone. So, yeah, I think that means... Oh, it's an instant. In a second. In yeah. an mbop. In an mbop, you guys. <laughs> You Holy shit. Hanson, you, you deep motherfuckers. You can say, you can tell me if it's going to be a daisy or a rose. You can say, but you don't know. Can you tell me the flowers going to grow? How are there this grow? many fucking lyrics? It just keeps going. And most of it's a bunch of mbops. Well, because I remember the way he would sing. They're all pretty fast. He was like, yeah. 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 Um, So yeah, that song is fucking irritating shit. And their voices were like, like prepubescent and like, yeah. Uh, just that high registered like shut the fuck up every Again, time they stop every time they start I don't know if I share the same hatred for this I, I mean I was at the age where I you, you know what I, it's, you were past it already past you were just it, like I'm yeah. not gonna like, even it, hear yeah. that yeah and I was like but I wanna hear this song and then that one would come on and you, you just, were close enough to age with them to where you're like I wanna fight these kids yeah you where I was like I can't them. fight these kids they're children but yeah and then the music video was annoying the whole fucking thing <sighs> But yeah. to have to be on an island with that song, could you imagine? That song is an island. Yeah. Tough one. It's an island in hell. <laughs> See, to me, I'm not, that, that song could maybe get me a little, get a little work done, dig a hole. Right. Or maybe, that, to, you, to put your own body in. <laughs> right. And the hole is dug, and goodbye. My next song <laughs> is a piece of shit. I hope so. But it's, uh, it's catchy. Mm-hmm. It's by the 90s one-hit wonder, Len. It's called Steal If You Steal My, my sunshine. sunshine. This song, I hate 
If you steal my sunshine. It, the re- the main reason I hate it is because there's a there's a breakdown in a, in the song where it kind of stops. Yeah. And then they're they're just kind of talking, and, and and it's like, hey, have you seen Karen? And like, what did she get up to last night? And then That's the a, beginning of it. There's a weird pause. No, it happens in the middle too. Oh yeah, they go back to it. They go back to it. I remember that, song. and it's that like, it, and song. one of them makes like a, a like a kind of a laughing sound that's like a stonery laughing sound, yeah. and then one of them yells like, "I love you, yeah, and I love you, Karen." <laughs> by the way, I found out this is off their third record. Oh wow, that's really funny. Yeah, and the they're from the, like Canada, or they're something. Canadian for sure. It's a brother and sister. And I actually remember riding one. a scooter through yeah. the street. And the it was like supposed to be this fun. It was a summer hit. Oh, and it was. I actually remember uh, talking. To Max was on a did like a radio festival, and Len was on it. I go, "What's up with them?" He goes, "Man, they're the luckiest sons of bitches ever." <laughs> really? Just because everything else was garbage, and that song, I it's 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 the breakdown part where they talk because it's like this <laughs> shitty inside joke about pot. And like acting like smoking, even in the 90s, pretending smoking pot was rebellious was stupid then, let alone now. Yeah. Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Yeah. It's a song about what happens some night at a party. No, it's the bear. Don't even, don't even. This is the, the guy who wrote it is saying this in an interview. That's what he came up with? It's a song about what happened one night at a party? Shut here, up. Here it goes. It, how was the song conceived? We were at this huge three-day rave. and I My mouth up, farted. That's how the song right. was conceived. I ended up partying, partying, partying. We went back to my house, and Brendan Canning from Broken Social Scene, great band, great grand. was DJing and played More, More, More by Andrea True Connection. I ended up sampling it that morning and looped it. It sounded great. Somewhere in the next couple of days, I recorded it. I know Derek Wibley from Sum 41, awful band, was there in the room when I put down the lyrics. Yeah, bad it's band. just a song about what happened that night at the party. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. Deep. So Thanks. Deep, deep, deep. Thanks. Yeah. But I mean, you know, anything you do with Sum 41. What a fun be... confluence of shit. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you hang out with Sum 41. I will say, Nothing. if if, some, if you hate Sum 41 but like Canadian pop punk, look up the band Gob. G-O-B. Okay. They are Canadian, like, kind of power pop band. They were good. And I remember, because I got in, when I lived in Canada, mm-hmm. a guy was like, I was like, I like the Tragically Hip. And the guy was like, what? You like the Tragically Hip? And I was like, yeah, yeah man, they're good. He's like, give Gob a, because I think one of the guys from Gob was some 41's, like, producer Svengali dude. Okay. But yeah, they were kind of good. Yeah. That song, I don't, it just, it's it's so emblematic of the kind of, like, DJ crap mixed with rock that got in during the 90s where ev- everyone could have a hit because they put some scratching in the back and a sample and it was just homogenized garbage. Here's what was going on that year when that song came out. Uh, the New Radicals, Sugar Ray, Lit. Oh, and fuck the New Radicals. The End of Blink-182 and Limp Biscuit and The Offspring were all the biggest names in rock. Let's stop for a minute. That's what we were dealing with. I would then. like to stop for a minute yeah. to just discuss that guy from the... New Radicals was one guy. Yeah, that ball, he had like a bald head. Yeah, he was like a producer-songwriter guy. And you Get What You Give was like their and big he song. Sh- and he named people in that song. Yeah. Almost all of which are better than him. Like something, something, Mar- Beck, Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson. Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson. Yeah, that, I, I think he, Did he mention Beck in the song too? I think he did. Let me look up the lyrics. Get what you give. Was First of all, okay, if you want to hate Courtney Love, fine. Courtney Love, I met once. Uh-huh. Uh, she, I met her after a show. She okay. went out of her way to come up to me. Really? And tell me how much she thought, how much she loved me. And she was very sweet and nice right. and friendly. And she wanted to hang out on top. But the, she was on a date or something. The guy kept trying to like pull her. Let's right. go. Let's go. But she's like, no, no. I want to I wanna hang out for a little bit. Super sweet. Okay. Um, and charming. Yeah. Uh, she may have murdered her husband. Hard to say. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But it's a bit of a in that conversation, I was like, yeah, you're, you seem all right. Would you have made out with her? I would have. And definitely had sex with Courtney Love. For sure. Yeah. I remember my friend Mac Lindsay, uh, who lives in New York now. We're still friends. Um, he was. We were both working at the comedy store at the time. And he was like, it was like 2005 is how long ago this was. He right. goes, dude, you know, we're really good friends. And I'm not even a jealous person in general. But watching you and Courtney Love 
fucking made me crazy. And I was <laughs> like, drove you I'm like, wait, yeah. what? He's just like, yeah. there's something about her that I just find so hot. I just wish I was the one standing there right. talking to her. He's like, dude, you know you have to fuck her, right? I'm like, I talked to her for two <laughs> minutes. What, what do you think is going to happen? Nothing. She's gone. I didn't get her yeah. number. Yeah. He was just like, I can't even deal with how fucking mad that made me because he was just like she's so hot i want her so bad yeah i never heard anyone i know talk about her like that but he really had a she thing was always her. good when she would be on kevin and bean she was always kind of funny i remember her yeah one of the things i always remember she was on kevin and bean and kevin and Bean were like coming up next six six pence none the richer and you just hear courtney like jesus yeah. christ <laughs> i talked to her on twitter a couple of years ago for a minute huh. yeah um, but yeah, so New Radicals names a couple people in that song and is like, come around, we'll kick your ass. Shut up, dude. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Yeah, oh, was, real, oh, you're you're rebelling against Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson? He was just some dude. What, what, what's your problem with it? Because they, they love what? Being famous? You're in a music video. Oh, could, you think you're yeah. different because you pulled your fisherman's cap down over your bald head? I know. Shut one, up. One, two, one, two, three. That's how it started. Uh, Wake up, kids. You got the dreamer's disease. Age 14, you got you down on your knees. So, frenemies, you're going to go on your friend every night. We smash their Mercedes Benz. First, we run till we laugh, then we cry. Then the night is finally, you can't find the light. You feel your dreams are dying. Hold on tight. You got the music in you. Don't let go. That was the chorus. Yeah. So, where 4 a.m., we ran a miracle mile. We're broke, but we do it in style. The bad rich, God's flying. So is he talking shit? You got the music in you. Don't let go. Well, he says, come around, we'll kick your asses. The whole damn world could fall apart. You'll be okay. Follow your heart. You're in harm's way. I'm right behind. Now say you're mine. You got the music in you. Don't let go. Don't. So okay, it's oh, it's like at the very end. Yeah. Uh, don't let go. I feel the music in you. Don't let go. What's real can't die. You only get what you give. You're gonna get what you give. Don't give up. Just don't be afraid to leave. Health insurance rip off. Lying FDA bank big bankers buying fake computer crashes dining cloning while they're multiplying fashion shoots with beck and hansen courtney love and marilyn manson yeah you're all fakes run to your mansions come around we'll kick your ass in don't let go one dance left don't give up Can't oh, you're so real with your super poppy hit and i remember yeah, watching him on like, mtv and they asked him about that and he wouldn't even be like he was like no 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 I, i'm a, and he was like being sarcastic he's like i'm a huge fan they deserve all the attention they get i want them to get more it's like you can't even be an adult and be like yeah i want to fight him I want to fight those dudes. Like, pretty sure Marilyn Manson probably would have fought you. Oh, yeah. But no, you got to be a wimp about it. If you're going to talk shit, talk shit. Yeah, that's funny. That Yeah, that was kind of an annoying <laughs> I'll fight song. the girl from Len. <laughs> I'll fight the girl from Len. Uh, yeah, New Radicals. Fucking yeah. douchebag. I wonder what happened to that guy. I think he was a like a, a working songwriter producer. No way. I think it'd be funny if he went on to just write like a bunch of our favorite songs now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're like, damn it. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, that's what he did before that. Oh, and then he just kind of released that. Yeah, something like that. Greg Alexander. That sounds familiar. That name mm-hmm. is an American songwriter and producer, best known for that. And then he recorded two solo albums. Apparently, Michigan Rain and Intoxifornication. One of the worst album titles I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. He dissolved New Radicals in '99. Like they needed dissolving. Like he they looked in the gonna... mirror and was like, uh, "No one called again." Yeah, <laughs> like they weren't just going to go away. to focus on production and songwriting. Winning a Grammy for the song "The Game of Love" in 2003. Most recently, he co-penned songs for the film "Begin Again" and "Lost Stars." and was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song. Who would have thought if in 99 you're going to go, if you told someone that dude right there with the weird uh, fisherman's hat will be nominated for an Oscar, you'd go, no way, man. Not in this world. Yeah, by the way, way to fight media with your Oscar nomination. Yeah. Writing movies, writing songs for films. And then later he wrote the, the song, the Game of Love song that he was known for was a song by, guess who? Santana and Michelle Branch. Oh, whoa. So you have a problem with Beck and Hanson? Wow. That pairing isn't that much more original either. Really fighting. Really fighting for freedom in the Congo with that one. <laughs> We're shitting on you this. and the Zabatistas really getting it done out there. <laughs> this new radicals guy, man, We're... you're a regular crass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> begin again. I don't even know who's in that. You know who has a mansion? This guy, Kira Knightley and Mark Ruffalo. I mean, he ended up just becoming a yeah. cog in the machine that he wanted to fucking put a wrench in. Yeah, he's Jason Bateman's character in uh, 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 that movie. 
And then he wrote a song, the other song he wrote for fucking Maroon 5. Okay. It's like, dude, you're a fucking hypocritical dickhead. Well, he became, you know, much like me, became a hypocrite later. Right. Youthful ideals usually turn yeah. into... So let's throw that song into our list. Edgy hypocrisy. We're both... That's added to our list. Yeah. The New Radical song. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to ever hear that on a desert island or ever, anywhere else ever. Yeah. But that right. and Steal My Sunshine sunshine <laughs> are garbage. Should we do one more apiece? Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, wait, would it be my turn? Or yeah, it's your yeah. turn. Uh, man, it's going to be hard to pick one or two, but... For some reason, I was able to tolerate this one. I'm going to mention the one that I'm not going to do, the Macarena. <laughs> yeah. I hated that song, but Oof. I can still, if I had to pick between... Yeah, you know what? I kind of like it. Not I never, like it, like it, but like right. the guy's voice is kind of... It's mm-hmm. low. It's kind of rhythmic. Yeah. Between these two, though, I would pick to turn off this other one. It's a, a song called How Bizarre... By a Whoa. band called OMC. Do you remember them? Yeah. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. How bizarre. How Fucking. It makes me crazy when that song yeah. comes on. Everything about it, like the melody, how slowly it moves, the way the guy looked, the way he sang, it just like came off as like boring and lazy. But then like when you watch the video, it all looks arrogant and, and, and Ooh, smarmy. Baby. Holy Ooh, shit. Baby, you're making me crazy. You're you, making me crazy. Yeah. And his accent and like Every everything. Time I look, Every time I look around. You oh know what it gosh. made me think of immediately is I'm Too Sexy. I don't know I why. I can handle that one. That's kind of a funny song. That one was uh, cheeky as fuck. And they had my... mesh shirts on in the oh, video. Yeah. That song made me laugh. Oh, I'm Too Sexy. Right said Fred, shirt. dude. Yeah. That song was cool. Yeah, what is one of them dead? I hope not. Yeah, that song was cool. He <laughs> flexed during forever. the whole video. Had it a was, kind of a dirty Frankie goes to Hollywood oh yeah. vibe. That song was cool in a weird. You're like, what is? Like, you got you, the you sense, look at it. You're like, I'm supposed to hate this. You know what? I wish I'd have but done. I love it when that song was out. I wish I would have gone to West Hollywood and right. gone to like. You know, Rage or something, right. or the Abbey, and watched what happened when that song came on. I bet you it got hot and oh, sweaty yeah. and dirty and great. Yeah, I bet you dudes started flexing and saying the things they were too sexy for, and then people fucked. Of course, and it was party. I mean, they were a New Zealand music. I forgot. Yeah, I knew they weren't from here, but I forgot. I forget. I mean, that had to be the only thing that came out of fucking New Zealand music-wise. I mean, I guess yeah. Lord now. Oh yeah, Lord's good. I think she's overrated. Well, um, most things that are good are now. <laughs> you don't get to be good. You get to be overrated or undiscovered. Right. Oh, oh, it stood for something. Otara Millionaires Club. Oh, I hate it even more now. Oh, I you're didn't dickheads. Know, yeah, I didn't know it stood for something super fucking obnoxious. Maybe that's in New Zealand dollars though, so it's about a hundred grand. Yeah, the the Otara Hundred Airs Club. Yeah, OHC. We're best known for the 1996 hit How Bizarre. That's how lo- 20 years ago yeah. still gives me the same sense of like irritation and then just anger. Every time I look Ugh. around. Every time I look around. Oh, it's apparently a tongue-in-cheek title. The full name of the band is a tongue-in-cheek reference to Otara's status as one of the poorest suburbs in Auckland. Okay. I don't okay. hate it as much. Fine. Now. All right. As a, I'll take it back. That's like Slumdog Millionaire. Right. Uh, they were formed in 1993 by Phil Fuminana, Fum, Fuminana or whatever, who was previously in the other bands House Party and Fumana. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I mean, yeah, the few songs enraged me. If you guys don't know the song, if it, this was before your time or whatever, just Google it and listen <sighs> to it and be like, how did this become a hit? What the fuck was wrong with the 90s? Oh, I don't know how it got through. I honestly don't know. Every time it came on, I was like, how did this song get past whoever's in charge of good shit yeah. and then how did enough people go yeah I, I would like to hear this every day for the next nine months yeah and it was a hit song one of the worst ever but yeah. imagine just being on a desert island and then just hearing this fucking dickhead go how bizarre Ugh. how bizarre how bizarre that's how a rough bizarre. one man I mean, I would probably kill myself day three of being on the island. That's a rough one. That's a real, like, you think you're in paradise, but you're in hell torture song. I'd rather listen to Limp Biscuits Nookie. I, that almost made my list. And I hate that song. And but, Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit. Yeah, Limp Biscuit's tough. Mm-hmm. He stole Eve Six lyric, put it in a song. He's a piece of shit. 
That's probably why. That's probably his driving force behind that decision. Well, right. I'm a piece of shit, so I guess I'll steal this. Um, my last song, and I and I just, it's really the the lyrics I've always had a problem with. It's no doubt spiderwebs. Uh, okay. And I don't hate no doubt. I really don't. Yeah, they're cool. But I don't know what it is about this one. It bothers me. It's. I think it was the first song. I've always found myself when I when I'm, I'm like this song kind of sucks. I instantly <laughs> picture the person writing the lyrics, mm. and so I, I just really pictured Gwen Stefani like jotting down on a napkin, like, "Sorry, I'm not home right now. I'm walking in the spider webs, but leave a message and I'll call you back." Yeah. <laughs> I also don't like when songs reference like technology or something like that. So like using the phone or leave a message. I don't know what about that bothers me, but something about it bothers me. And I just I don't know what it is. This yeah. song irks my face. And if I was trapped, and it's this catchy shit, as fuck though, I know. Well, so no doubt was really good at writing catchy. Songs. Oh yeah, they. I mean, they were a huge band. Yeah, I'm just a girl. Was you can make the case it was sort of important politically. Maybe at the time, I remember a friend of mine refused to sing. He didn't like the song and refused to sing it because it had the lyrics "I'm just a girl," and he's like, "I'm not going to sing the words I'm just a girl' out loud." I was like. You're going to have issues with women later <laughs> in life. You have and are conti- going to continue yeah. to have. I remember that was my first experience with like someone who like it was a, a, like a misog- like a like early misogyny when you're a kid. You're like yeah. that's that. That's what I think what that like, is. Oh yeah. I always remembered that as like that's where that starts. Like people that have those now did stuff like that when they were teenagers. You kind of got a sense of what his dad was probably like. Yeah, never home and drank a lot. Yeah, when he was dad. home, he was like, "Don't let your mom say anything. She's a bitch." I'm yeah, like, and then his, yeah, he didn't like his mom because she was like the only one who was in charge of things, so she yeah. had to enforce rules to keep the house together. And he hated her for that. Yeah. He just hated every. He had like he was also really short and <laughs> was made fun of when he was younger for that. So he was just a super angry kid. Yeah, I always remember that about him. He, I would, the first time I ever got drunk was with him because his brother was like five or six years older and so he knew friends that were 18 to 21 so they were able to always find beer and we were like yeah let's get drunk and we're like okay and then we got 40s and it's like his friend his brother's friend got us 40s and we were like you know 13 or whatever so like six sips of an old english we were like drunk (laughs) you know he was the first person i got drunk but he was like i always wonder what happened to him specifically um because he was just always so angry at everything yeah i wonder if he ever like just went into like you know, a life of crime or just like fucking never got his shit together and just became like a fucking, you know, homeless guy. Like who he could have gone so many ways that kid. I guarantee you he has some very, very real thoughts about Islam. Yeah, he'd be one. He'll he'll vote for Trump maybe if he never grew out of that whole thing. Yeah. Like and just kind of escaped and went to college and kind of figured out, oh, life can be okay. He's probably like Makes thirty seven thousand, forty three thousand dollars a year. Yeah, and is married to a woman he hates. Right, and likes a lot of Trump's political views. I think he'd be one of those. There's a guy from my high school who I remember on Facebook, and this is a guy who has his own name tattooed on his back. And oh, cool, English. one of those. Yeah, he bragged about having herpes. I remember that. Awesome, and because um, he thought it was like I've fucked so many chicks who got herpes. And it was one of the grossest things anyone had ever heard. Wow. And uh, <laughs> but oh, wow. on Facebook, he was like. Dude, I don't care. I don't know a lot about politics, but until we figure this shit out, we've got to get all the Muslims out of America. And I was Fuck like, yeah, man. <laughs> I was like, cool. That's yeah. a really solid idea. Get rid of those fucking... Should we... So, yeah. do we use buses? Yeah. Or do we... Is it a boat situation? Do we just shoot them where they stand? Yeah. Like, what's the quickest, most effective way? Yeah. What, so, do we... Uh, yeah. You got... Let me, it, guys, he's got it done. Finally. Finally, a voice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that that so that's not the no doubt of of people, but no doubt that's <laughs> right. their worst song to me. Okay, I just don't like it. Yeah, a lot of like telephone analogies. I guess I don't like that. I don't like it. It's too. It's trying to be too symbolic with too low grade of of accessories. Yeah, you're intruding on what's mine, and you're taking up my time. Don't have the courage inside me to tell you, please let me be communication a telephonic invasion i'm planning oh. my escape sorry i'm not home right now i'm walking into spider webs to so leave a message and i'll call you back yeah it's obviously story. maybe it's about that bass player again probably they had dated or were married or some shit they were like together forever and then they broke up yeah but like i don't care man 
you're not walking in the spider webs. You're just not. And that's too vague of a reference. And it's all your fault. I screen my phone calls no matter who calls. I got to scream my phone calls. Yeah. I got to scream my phone calls. (laughs) A lot of our songs were from the 90s. I wonder why. There was a a section. I mean, there's good 90s music. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think a large percentage of it was shitty. Um, yeah, I still, I, every once in a while I'll, I'll put on my nineties playlist that I made that has songs that f- fall under this for a lot of people. I'll, yeah. It's like, you know, 50, 60 songs and people go, Oh, this like, and it gets that feeling in them. Yeah. But like you throw on Harvey danger song. Oh yeah. That down. flagpole Sita song. That's a good song. Dude. Love that. I can hear that all the fucking time. The toadies. Yeah, Possum Kingdom. Possum Kingdom. <laughs> For some reason, that song... Bass I, players in a Red Wings jersey, yeah. it's cool as shit. I don't love it, but I'm never going to hate it. No, the it, drums in that song are good. It's so weird that there's songs that like you can always still hear that either you know you love or that you eventually one day just snap and you go, I can never hear this again. Yeah. But Possum Kingdom is usually like, yeah. I can just still hear it. So help me, Jesus. It's so weird. <laughs> Like, why won't that song the ever cross good, over dude, the to... The video was good. It was like, they, they look like they filmed it in their hometown <laughs> yeah. with, like, all their diehard local fans who were flipping out because their friends were making a video. It was awesome. It's so weird that... Same it'll... way with Everclear. Some of those jams yeah. are like, fuck yeah, I like this song. And they'll always stay there. Yep. I'm like, I can always hear it. The toadies. Crazy. Now, we're sure that you guys have songs where you're like, how can you not mention this? Yeah. That's and... what we both mentioned that before we start recording. I know for a fact right. there are at least three songs I hate way more than any oh, of yeah. these, and I, they just didn't come to mind. Yeah, I'm having trouble with Hotel California lately. I like I like that. Song. I liked it too, yeah. but it's on it's on so much. Here's the thing: I was thinking too before when I was like coming up with this list that these days it's easier than ever to avoid songs that you yeah. hate. And sometimes you'll hear a song and you won't even get to the point where you hate it because you just never have to interact with it. I listen to radio now, so that's why. Oh, yeah. I never. I mean, I never listen. Yeah. And then, you know, other than that, it's like if you're in a bar or a supermarket or some public place that just plays songs like that. So there's like really popular songs right now that are like hits and that are right now driving some people insane that I may have heard twice. Yeah. I see people tweet about. Ariana Grande songs. Yeah. Couldn't even tell you what it sounds like. Yeah. And I'll be like, I don't know what that song is. Yeah. I couldn't even. And right now that song, whatever Ariana Grande's latest thing is, is making someone pull their fucking hair out. And I'm like, yeah, man, I don't even know how. Like that Call Me Maybe song. Uh, oh yeah, that Rebecca Black or Rebecca something—is that her? Or was no. that that Friday song? <laughs> Rebecca Black. That one's the terrible. One. That one was terrible. Ca- no, Carly Rae Jepsen. Is that Carly Rae Car- Jepsen? Call me maybe. Yeah. yeah, that's Call Me Maybe. And I remember yeah. hearing it, and I and I thought to myself, "What are you guys all mad at? This isn't a that bad. It's a very normal pop song." Yeah, I guess th- I think they're literally just mad at the repetition. Yeah, but now it's like you are in control of what you hear and when and yeah. where. It's like I don't even ever have to interact with Carly Ray Jespin ever yeah. unless I'm in one of those environments. Like listen to a radio station at a bar or you're hanging out with like a girl who loves in it. Forever 21. Right, yeah, yeah. But I wonder if like people have that, like the younger people now have those feelings where they go, fuck this song because they're not forced to listen to them. Right. Like, you're your own curator and DJ in so many ways. I wonder if people still have... Maybe that's why a lot of our songs are, are that old, because we're not, like, hearing the newer ones now that are making us insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what um, the, the Drake Bling song sounds like. Me, me neither. Spotlight Bling. I, don't, I think I've heard it, but I don't... Yeah. I don't recognize it as the song people talk about. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't even tell you. Yeah. Um, but By do the way, tell- I like Drake. I, guess, I mean, I don't know enough about him He's musically. To, Makes, his hits are good. Um, but yeah, tell us. Give us yours. Um, tweet them at us. Email. Contact at NickYusef.com if you want to tell me uh, anything, really. Um, and uh, 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 yeah, let us know songs that we left out or ones that really make you crazy. Because guaranteed we're forgetting them. And some of them I probably like and will disagree with you. But that's music for you. Uh, And there you have it, guys. We will see you next week. Bye.